You're listening to the Two Man Weave Podcast with your hosts, Michael Rappaport and Kenyon Martin. Yes, 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 we're back. Kenyon Martin, Michael Rappaport, the confrontational two. Two Man Weave, Kmart, how you feeling? Good, my brother. I'm good. How about yourself, Mike? Everything's good, my man. Everything's good. I uh, I've been gearing up for this time of year for uh, months now. Yeah, it's, it's like it's five, here. six months at this point. Yeah, it's here. It's, it's go time. It's go time. This is the two man weave. This is the NBA on tuning. This is uh the basketball players' time of year. It's coming down to this. Four teams. Are left. Yep. Teams are dropping by the by the minute. The Cleveland Cavaliers, the defending NBA champions. It seems like so long ago that LeBron James raced down the court, blocked my man Andre Iguodala's layup, and uh, the rest is history. Yeah. Uh, they are the defending champions. They have been uh, resting for ten days off. They were in the cut, chilling. While Boston and Washington were battling it out, but now it's just down to two teams in the East. Kenyon, for these 10 days, what do you imagine these guys are doing? I mean, 10 days is like everybody wants a break, but 10 days is. Yeah, that's a long time with no basketball, um, especially this time of year. Um, You don't get this kind of break, even All-Star weekend. Right. You know, but when you take care of business in the playoffs, um, when you haven't lost the game, you get this kind of break. Right. And fortunate that the other team played a long series, seven games, and they beat each other up. Um, tired legs now. Right. Um, yeah, but for 10 days, you just got to find ways to um, keep the guys entertained, you keep the guys' uh, energy, the energy level up. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure um, some guys have things that they do. I'm pretty sure JR plays golf when he's not there. A few guys go out and play golf or do whatever, go laser tag, just just find stuff to do. You know what I'm saying? Occupy your time as a team so you still have that camaraderie and you're still around the guys. I'm pretty sure they got a, um, a strenuous weight program right. know, that they follow. I'm pretty sure LeBron has those guys on this same workout regimen um, to stay in shape. Because right. He's, he's been there. You know he stays he's, on these guys, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he's been there. He's been this um this situation before where he's had rest. Right. Multiple days of rest, multiple times. You know what I'm saying? So he knows how to – how to stay sharp, and he's keeping those guys on the edge. Do you, you know? think that there's physical activity every day for 10 days, or will there be days where Ty Lue's like, yo, do whatever you want? Yeah, you probably get shots up. Right. Um, you probably get shots up, but they're not five-on-five five contact. They're, right. They're doing mostly walkthroughs. There's a lot of film. Right. Um, there's a lot of the, 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 them looking at their defensive um, assignments, things that they didn't do so good in the first two rounds. Right. During a regular season, um, they put together clips of – well, it, it was Washington and Boston, um, but now I know it's going to be Boston. But, yeah, so there, there's things that you do to keep guys entertained. Um, you go out play shooting games. You keep guys um, sharp. Okay. The, the last few days they know they're going to have a game yeah. Wednesday. Do the practices become more intense, or is it just like relax, or do you have to kind of get the turn the engine on? One of the two days or a few days, and then it probably did go five and five, but it, wasn't, it, it was like half court. Or you, right. Or you limited to what you did. Yeah, but I think that um, the intensity level goes up um, the closer the game gets, especially Eastern Eastern Conference Finals or Western Conference Finals. The, the intensity level definitely goes up. The Cavs won three of the four regular season meetings versus the Celtics. The Celtics are coming off 
a battle. You know, the fourth quarter was was probably the the, the easiest quarter uh, they had. Uh, the the game was was over. Yeah, midway through the the fourth quarter. I mean, what do you think the the chances of the Boston Celtics like making this competitive? Are they, is this gonna be is this gonna be like snore? Uh, is this gonna be like what's going on in San Antonio? They, if if they were to what I give them one game, one um, it might be game two. They they won't win game one. The Celtics will not win game one. Cavaliers won't come out a little not sluggish, but like I don't think so, man. Them guys, I don't they, think so either. Like they, yeah, they just they're going to be. They know what to do. Firing on all cylinders, man. And you give LeBron James ten days rest. Ten days. And all the talk all season long about him playing too many minutes, right? And, and this, that, and the third is is obsolete right now. Right. It doesn't matter. Right. You know, um, at this point, because he's he's had rest after each round. Right. So far. You know, so his legs are fresh. Um, he's motivated. The team is motivated to repeat. Um, so I just I, I can't see the Boston Celtics making this competitive any 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 stretch of imagination. Is 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 it just too? Are they too overmatched? Is there too much on Isaiah Thomas? I feel like at certain point, is is is, is LeBron James going to guard Isaiah Thomas? They might at times. He's they a might, foot taller than him, yeah, right? Yeah, might at times put LeBron on him because if, if you do, then you can – I'm saying you get him a, a totally different look than you're used to seeing. Right. You know, but, um, you know, and then on the other end, who is Isaiah Thomas going to guard? You know, because I'm pretty sure they're not going to let him hide. Right. You know, they probably try to put him over there on JR because JR mostly spots up now. But they go to put him in situations. They're going to make him defend. Right. You know, they're going to take the ball out of his hand, which they proved um, against um, Toronto. Right. So they wasn't going to let Kyle play before he got hurt. I'm saying DeRozan had to do a, some other things that he wasn't used to doing because they just wasn't going to let him play one on one. You know, so I think that's going to be the same situation. But yeah, Cleveland is motivated, man, and their guys. I'm saying they're looking to get back. They're yeah. looking to get back. They're going to get back. Uh, uh, we're going to get into uh, the the uh, Golden State San Antonio series and the Kawhi Leonard of it all and the Jaja Pachulia. Pachulia of it all. Um, the NBA draft lottery happened last night. I'm sure everybody's heard this. The draft order is the Celtics, the Lakers, the Sixers, the Suns, the Kings at number five, the Magic, the T-Wolves, the New York Knicks at eight. I didn't expect them to win a draft because that's just not how it works for Knicks. It ain't going to happen now. Could you? It's still a good pick, though. It's a good pick. It's, it's a good pick. Good. The game won of the Cleveland Cavaliers Boston Celtics tonight is in Boston. We forget they were yeah. all this a couple of a couple of weeks ago. Kenyon, we were talking home court advantage. Yeah. I was I was looking for any edge. Oh, they lost home court advantage. Oh, they sat they sat on LeBron too much. Oh, they shouldn't have did this. They ch- it means Jack Bone right now. Yeah, it means nothing. Yeah, because this they could have yeah. came out. They could have put the Cavaliers in eighth seed. Yeah, and they would have been. We'd have been right been, here, right in this spot. You know, so it's. It's just one of them things. Like uh, they knew what, what they had in the locker room and what they were trying to accomplish, and and so far the Cleveland Cavaliers are doing it. They're proving that they are the best team in the Eastern Conference, um, and they're looking to get back to what they know that they can be, and that's the championship quality. Who on the Boston Celtics is going to be guarding LeBron James? How do you guard him? You're uh, you're K- Kenyon Martin. You're taking over. Brad Stevens, you're out. Yeah. What's the first the first order of operation for you, Kenyon, in terms of what are we going to do with LeBron? 
teams well, when Le- like LeBron's an excellent, excellent, willing passer. Mm-hmm. You know, so with him, I I think letting him not just score, but not overhelping. Mm-hmm. If he posts up, playing him one on one, so you need a bigger defender on him. You know, um, somebody that knows how to play without fouling. Um, who who do they have? Ah. Uh, I mean, Crowder is of size. I think Crowder body size can match up. Um, But he's not going to get the benefit of the doubt with calls with LeBron. Right. Nor Marcus Smart. Right. Um, Avery Bradley is too small. Right. Um, Al Horford is too slow. Uh, So then what are you left with? Um, Amir Johnson can't put him on him. Like, so with, with, with that team, they have no one that I see that can guard LeBron. We got the, the Jalen Brown kid. Mm-hmm. Um, they got bodies that they can throw on him. Mm-hmm. And um, so they're going to need all of them. <laughs> interchangeable. Yeah, you're going to need interchangeable people, but they're going to need to throw different bodies at him at all times, give him different looks, and, and not over overreact or panic to to LeBron's penetration and things like that. Because like I said, he's a, he's a willing passer. You know, he's a, he, like he wants you to help. You know, he wants you to come and help so he can He find wants those, you because he use it against yes, you. Yes, those shooters. You know, that's why he he went out and they traded for Kyle Corver. That's why Channing Fry is there. Kevin Love is a spot-up shooter. Darren Williams can make shots. Right. JR, that's what JR does. Right. You know, so he surrounded himself with shooters. Right. Because he knows he's a willing passer and those guys can knock down shots. So you're, you're, you've talked about this a lot. Make him, make him beat you. Yeah. Make him try to go for 40. He can, but, but you can't let him go – for 45 and have 17, like 14 assists. Right. Like, that that can't happen. I'm saying it's, it's either one. Right. As he's looming upon getting to the championship again, this conversation, I think it's ridiculous because it's so hard. to. They didn't play in the same era. Yeah. Is LeBron James surpassed Michael Jordan? No. No. Why? I just think Michael Jordan is one of is the best basketball player we've seen, man. Just that competitiveness that he had. I'm not taking anything from LeBron. It's just Jordan got six rings, man. I know. Like he th- three peat retired and came back and three peat again. You know, when when an era when basketball was a lot tougher. Right. Like th- that's my thing. Like it's like LeBron is great. Right. The numbers are there. Can't can't dispute numbers. You know. Um, but for me, it's the way the basketball was played then. Uh huh. The hand checking. Just everything, man. Like they like. Jordan rules. Right. There are no LeBron rules. Right. There are no Kobe rules. Right. Jordan rules. Right. You know? Right. Like, people had to go out their way. They fouling this man, taking this man out, doing everything they possibly can do to beat him. Right. They tried to kill him. And they can't. Right. And didn't. Right. And the way he went about it, man, like, I watch this. You know, I'm like – I just the mentality like LeBron's a, he's an excellent competitor, great competitor. Go be arguably top two, top three all time scores in, in NBA assists, top five, re, all of that. Numbers That's crazy. are great. Listen, all the numbers are there. The accolades are going to be there. Four time MVP, Olympian, all that is. It's just I, I I look at Jordan in a different light than right. I do LeBron. Right. Um, not taking anything from LeBron, but you like. And you have to do it in eras as well. So you have to be like, now, nah, is he the best of, of the new era? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
but then you have to put Kobe in that. Then you have to put Tim in that. You know? Yeah. So it's like there's different factors that play into it, you know, but the argument is he better than Michael Jordan. I don't – people make up – it's barbershop talk. Right. You know, I, I I think it's just conversation that people come up with a barbershop and it spills into the street. Everybody's entitled to an opinion. Everybody has their favorite. Kenny Martin, Michael Rapport, two men. We've got a phone call on the line. Trevor. What up, Trevor? Trevor. What Trev. up, man? What up, for, um, Kenny Martin, love seeing you play back in back in the day for the New Jersey Nets. East Coast Pride uh, yeah, all day. Yeah, um, I played after what are your well. thoughts on LeVar <laughs> Ball? Because I think he's a total jerk. All right, but what was your question about? Um, I don't talk about him, so I'll let my co-host talk about him. Kenny refuses to talk about LeVar Ball. As he should. I know you do rap. I, I, I talk so. about him. I, any questions about his son, I answer. But I'm not answering any questions about Pops. I'll, st- I'll start with LeVar Ball. I think that he's uh, a helicopter mom. I think that uh, concessions at the Staples Center, if he gets picked by the uh, Lakers, are going to be down. Because I expect a great helicopter mom to bring orange slices and juice boxes, okay? I don't think that – I think there's just going to be a conflict of interest. I think that he should start marketing big baller brand juice boxes, and he's going to come with orange slices because that's what a good stage mom does. I haven't seen a guy talk this – I have not seen a guy talk this much double talk since Don King in his prime. He's a little older now. Uh, But, you know, I I just don't think – the thing that I don't understand is why are we talking about – Lonzo Ball and LeVar Ball, like either one of them are really that dude. Like, let's say Lonzo Ball becomes a good player. He gets a, he should have a good career. Because I think, like, you know, our opinions of the father are infecting how we feel about Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball wasn't like Carmelo Anthony in college. He didn't go to Syracuse, win a title, and then, you know, be that dude. He, he had a good first season. It's not like he, you know, did something spectacular. I don't know what they're expecting, what the expectations are for Lonzo Ball. But LeVar Ball's talking like this dude, like it's literally he's coming in and he's Michael Jordan. And that Dame Lillard, John Wall, Russell Westbrook, Kyrie Irving, and so on and so on aren't going to be there licking their chops. I I just think it, I don't know why they're indulging it. Um, I feel like it's lowbrow. Uh, and, and and I'm just looking forward to the big bowler brand juice boxes being served out for free. Um, I don't think anybody will be buying them, just like I don't think anybody will be buying the big bowler brand sneakers. Uh, what do you think about his son as a basketball player? His son can play. Um, his son, he has some some work to do on that shot, which I think they should have fixed a long time ago. Um, it's going to be a high pick, of course. Um, so we'll see. Um, the the, the the jury's still out on what his NBA career will be like. Hopefully he has a long, prosperous, and productive NBA career um, without all the hoopla from the other side. you know. But it's getting off to a rocky start, and it hasn't even started yet. Now, I know you can't read the minds of and, and go into uh, 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 you know what I'm going to ask, specifically Rob Palenka, the GM yes. of the Lakers and Magic are doing. But do you think they're like, yo, this this guy's father is going to be a problem. Like, you know he's going to be – now that he's famous, the father's become famous for doing absolutely nothing. Nothing. For, for, for just being a father. We're all fathers. Hopefully we're all good fathers. Congratulations for being a good father and to all the fathers out there. Father's Day is coming up. Yes. I'll, even, I'll even say happy Father's Day, LeVar Ball, pre-Father's Day. Yeah. Okay? But as far as, like, coming into uh, uh, the Staples Center, criticizing, you know, having a forum to talk 
about the coach, having a forum to talk about other players. Is Rob Palenka and Magic going to be like, yo, the sun's good, but we don't need this in L.A.? Yeah, like I said. Is that a possibility? Yeah, it's a possibility with any team picking. Like, we don't need this. Do you want to deal with that? You know, um, and like I said, um, we don't know what the sun is saying to these GMs and presidents, whoever he's meeting with. You know, um, the conversation that they're having now with him without his father around could be totally different. You know, I don't know. But he can't control his father. He, he can't control his father. That's the thing. You know, so it's, it's unfortunate that he's in this situation where he has to answer things and not just basketball questions, which that's the only thing that he should be concerned about at this point. Especially at this point, at right? At this point. You know, you're like this is a, an exciting time for him. You know, this should be the best time in his life right now. And it's coming with scrutiny and and concern about his dad, mm-hmm. you know, which, is, but which it shouldn't be. But um, it, it's just one of those things that is like certain GMs are not going to want to deal with it, you know. And hopefully, um, that's not the case. But it, it definitely could be a possibility. All right, it's Kenyon Martin. We're talking NBA playoffs. We're talking lottery. We're talking draft picks. Who's on the line? Richard. Yes. What up, big bro? Hey, I think I know this voice, man. Hey, this is my little brother. Is it really? This is Richard Roby, y'all. Richard. This is my little brother. Richard, what's going on, man? What up, brother? I want to give a shout out to I want to give a shout out to Kenya, man. He's doing a great job on the show and all the shows he's been doing lately. I've been checking him out. Um, He's a media mogul now. He's a media mogul. Yeah, I know, I know, man. He's doing a great job, man. We all we all proud of him. Appreciate it, brother. Hey, man, you back on the state side, man? Are you still abroad? Nah, man. I'm in Japan still. I got one more week. God willing, you know, be back. uh, Be back in the states. Richard, you're calling from Japan right now. Yeah, I'm in Japan right now. I'm in Osaka, Japan right now. Okay, so you mean to tell me that the two-man weave starring Kenyon Martin, your brother, and me, Michael Rapport, is officially worldwide? Please please verify that. Absolutely, man. Y'all, y'all doing the big right now, man. Y'all doing the big. Hey, we made it. Okay. Worldwide. <laughs> now, now, Richard, do, do you have any uh, insight into the NBA Finals? Are you watching the games? How are you feeling? I'm sure uh, I remember you called once before. Uh, 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 you, you played ball yourself, correct? Right, right, right. I'm still in. I'm still playing uh, pro ball overseas right now. Yeah, he's it's my he's, ninth season. Yeah, he's active over there. He's still playing. This is ninth season over there now. He's he can go. So, 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 how do you guys watch the games overseas? Um, shoot, I be watching them on Facebook Live. I got my little uh, Cody, you know, fine stick. I be watching them on. However, I can watch them. Watch them. All right, Richard. Fine what's your take me. on the fine? What's the take on the final four? Essentially, this is the final four. Where's your head at? Is it the final four? We just trying to fast forward to the finals, man. We already know what's gonna happen. We are, you know what I mean? And ain't, ain't, ain't gonna be no surprises. So we just trying to fast forward to the finals to get a round three, Cleveland Golden State. So which is gonna be good. So we're looking forward to that. All right. Yeah, man. So what? Um, how's your season going over there, bro? Um, so what the numbers look like? Uh, y'all got a chance to win it, or it y'all? Nah, nah, we done. We just finished. We didn't even make it to the playoffs this year, man. I was okay. on a new team, a new situation, and they changed a lot of the rules. So it was just, it was like a real experimental year for the yeah. league this year, and it kind of didn't go as well, especially for the guards, you know, how the rules changed for the guards really didn't go too well. So it was tough, but, you know, it was a learning experience. So I'll take, I'll take that with me into the next season. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, well, Richard, we got phone calls on the line. I appreciate the call. Yes, sir. Uh, 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 I'd love to meet you one day. Uh, tell everybody in uh, Osaka that we say hello. 
I don't know any Japanese. Yes, uh, what, what do they say? Arigato? Ar arigato. Sayonara. Okay, so listen. You tell everybody over there that I said arigato. Uh, I would look for. I would love to come over there one day. Uh, Kenyon's a big sushi guy. I'm yeah, a big sushi guy. Definitely. We go over there. We get a couple of California rolls and, and a spicy tuna. No, nah, they, they don't got that out here. The sushi is way different. You know, you're gonna be surprised. I get exotic with it, right Richard. I have no problem. I have no problem. I get exotic with the fish. The fishier and the more exotic, the better it is for me. I don't care what it is. If it's fishy, I'm eating. Only when it comes to my fish. Listen, I don't want to go down that road. Yes. Richard, we got phone calls on. And have kiss a... my nieces for me. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. All hey, right. look, I have a question, though. I have a question before I get off. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I want to ask Kenyon, uh, who is the uh, best coach he ever played for or um, played against and what makes a good coach? That, that was my question. Good question. Um, the best coach I've ever played for was my college coach, um, Bob Huggins. Um what makes a good coach is that you hold everybody accountable. Um, you treat everybody fairly. Um, you get the best out of your guys. And you cover all aspects of the game. Um, offense, defense, special situations. Um, you know the pulse of your guys. Um, and you treat your guys like they're one of yours. You know what I'm saying? Would you ever consider coaching, Kenya? I think you would be such a good coach. I will consider it. Um, I don't know what level. Um, I've got a lot of basketball knowledge to give. Um, but it depends on one level uh, because I'm all, I'm all about the game being played the right way because I was taught how to play the right way. Mm -hmm. um, so maybe it's the college level. Maybe it's something along those natures. But but being able to teach the game to be able to play it the right way, mm -hmm. um, I think that coaching-wise for me that would be it. Okay. You know? It's a two-man weave. Richard, thank you for the call. All right, brethren. Uh, they call us the confrontational two. Yes, sir. Uh, two-man weave. Uh, Kmart. Former first-round pick. He knows what it is to get picked number one, to go up there. He knows what it is to shake hands with David Stern. He knows if his hand felt clammy. He knows if he gave him a firm, a firm grip. He knows about that life. To be called up, the first pick in the NBA draft is Kenyon Martin from Cincinnati Bearcats. You go up there. Is your heart racing? Did you already know you were going to get picked first? Did you have insight to it? Or are you like, you have a premonition? Or are they calling uh, and say, yo, we're picking you? The Nets really, uh, what I heard, they really wasn't sure. Like I said, I got hurt my senior year. Right. Um, tore ligaments in my ankle and broke my leg my senior year. Um, so there was a lot of speculation and talk whether I was going to be the same, whether I was going to be able to jump the same and play. Um, so leading up to it, I had went and sat with, I, I, I went to the Nets. Visit. Talk. I went to Orlando. No workout. I'm, I'm going to get to that. Okay. <laughs> went to Orlando, talked to them, and I went to Vancouver. Okay. Wow, Vancouver. Um, Before they moved to Memphis. Right. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. So, all the talk was, was I was going to play again, this, that, and the third. So, I go and visit the Nets. So, for a little workout or whatnot. So, they wanted to see if I could still move around or whatnot after the injury. I wasn't 100% by any stretch of imagination, but me being me, I'm like, all right, I'm going to go out there. I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm going to go dunk the ball a couple times. It's going to be it. That's my mentality. So they put me through a few drills. I went around, ran just a little bit, dunked the ball a couple times. I went on the sideline and took my shoes off. They were like, what are you doing? I said, yeah, I wanted to see if I could run and jump. I did. That's it. They were like, oh, wow. They wanted more. Yeah, they wanted me to do more. I wasn't I wasn't going to do that, and I physically couldn't. Mm -hmm. You know, I was I was starting to rehab and all that, but I wasn't 100% yet. 
So the ball was in their court, you know. This is for the Nets. Yeah, this is for the Nets. Number one pick in the draft. Like uh, they got the number one pick, you know. So I, like I said, I went to Vancouver and visit them, and they guaranteed me if the Nets, this is verbatim, if the Nets do something crazy by not taking you number one, we're taking you. This is what they said. So to you, to or me, like, to like me. When you're sitting down yeah, with the this GM, is, this is the conversation I had. Who was the GM at the time? You said, um. Just left the league office. Uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, um, what's his name? Well, I'll remember it. Um, um, I'm drawing a blank. I know. Black dude? Yes. Uh, uh, Light-skinned dude. Yes, I'm drawing Coached. a blank. I know I'm, who it is. I'm drawing a blank right now. Okay. But, um, Curly yeah. hair? Yeah, I'm drawing a blank right now. Coach the Knicks. But um, so, he, um, so, so, so that was the conversation. And Stu Jackson? Stu Jackson. Yes, good job. So Stu Jackson was the GM at the time, this, that, and the third. So this is the conversation that we had. So... I wasn't worried leading up to the draft. He was going to be number one or number two, and everybody was, oh, they're going to take Darius Miles. They're going to take Darius Miles. I'm like, that's fine. You know what I'm saying? Like, I told him, I told him, listen, I saw his workout in Orlando. The boy couldn't hit his ass with both hands. You know, <laughs> he was um, just an athlete, right? Yeah, that's all he could do. That's he was a jumper. That's all he like. I saw him shoot jump shots from the same corner for like nine minutes and didn't make one. At a, at a high school. At a high school. So this is the. So I'm like, I'm like, all right, take him. Go ahead, please. So, but leading up to the draft day, it was still up in there, up in there. But everybody like they gonna take it. I'm like, I don't know. So, get to the draft and all that, and, and they call my name number one, and like I cried like a baby. Um, like that was my my moment. You know what I'm saying all the hard work I had put in and be, getting injured my senior year and all of that and all the speculation and all the talk and all that was over. Um, and me, me, me knowing that I would be able to provide for my mother, you know, all of that just came over me, man. And it was, it was a great day. Do you, do you remember going from your name being called to, 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 to going up there and shake David Stern's hand, or is it like an outer body experience? Like, did, do you remember it now, or is it was it so like uh, I can't believe it's happening? Yeah, I can't believe it's happening. I was still trying to get my bearings together because if you look at my draft when they called my name, I put my head down on the table. You know, I had to get it together, you know, before I, and you look at my draft pitch, just hanging up in the man cave. Like, I'm crying on that picture. Like, I'm up there shaking David Stern's hand, and I'm still crying. Uh, firm handshake? Uh, does he have uh, sweaty hands, clammy hands? My, well, my hands Presidential? Probably, I'm saying my hands are probably clammy because I'm saying I'm crying. I'm, I'm excited. My emotions all over the place. I'm trying to get it together. They trying to me look at the picture, the camera, the man, and I'm like, all right, whatever. You know what I'm saying? So I could finally get it together, do a little interview, and uh, I just – it was a great time, man. I'm sure. It was a great day, man. Uh, and I I wouldn't take it like people ask me what, like, the best time of my career, this, that, and the third. And for me, it was draft day. Right. You know, for me, the best best time of my career was was, was definitely draft that day. That moment, me. that day. That, that moment. That's incredible, man. That That's crazy, man. I mean, it, like, it, that, that's, like, crazy to be in first. Forget an NBA pick. Yeah, to be number one, man. Nobody can take that. Ever. Ever. All right, Kenyon, I'm going to throw names at you for the draft. If you haven't heard, if you've been ducked under a rock the last 24 hours, Fultz, Markel Fultz, University of Washington. Who are the Boston Celtics going to pick in the first round? The first pick? Uh, the Boston got a lot of picks in this draft, so they can go, they can be all over the place um, for this number one pick. Uh 
My thing is that people say, like, you need two guards to be effective, this, that, and the third. But with Isaiah Thomas being 5'9", uh, nah, I think them drafting Fultz, I don't know how tall Fultz is. He's 6'2", six, he's 6'4". Six, six, yeah. yeah, but, it, it, like, people try to say you need, like, two special guards in the backcourt now. Mm-hmm. You look at um, Dame Lillard and um, his running mate. John and, Wall. Um, John Wall and Bradley and his running mate. Um, I just, uh, if it's me, I'm going for, I, I really like the kid out of Kansas, Josh Jackson. Wow. Um, he's a two-way player. Okay. Um, I think he gets it done on both ends. He can make shots. He's athletic. You'd pick him first? I if, would. For for the Celtics? For the Celtics, I would. Okay. Um, I, would. I, I would definitely like that pick for them. Um, Who's the most talented but, player, NBA-ready, out of these ten? We have to see. We got Markel Fultz, Lonzo Ball, Josh Jackson, um, De'Aaron Fox, who gave uh, Lonzo Ball that work. Yes. In the he, tournament, gave him that yes, work real he, nice. Yes, he did. Real proper. Jason Tatum, Malik Monk, I best like, name in the draft. I like him. I wish uh, my name was Malik Monk. And he can go. And he could go. Yeah, hey, it would like suck him. to be I able to play like me and be the name Malik Monk. I, I can't speak on Dennis Smith Jr. Maybe you can, Jordan. Oh, I, I don't I know a lot him. about him. Um, I love him. I, I, I like the big kid from um, Arizona. I'm not going <laughs> to attempt to pronounce his name. Um, Markinen. Yes, him. I'm bilingual. Um, the big kid, um, Zach Collins from Gonzaga. Um, I can't speak on Jonathan Isaac. I don't uh, also don't know too big, much about him. Big uh, from Florida State. He had yeah. a good tournament. Um, if the big kid from Purdue is it Purdue? Purdue. Yeah, there's big he's, from Purdue. Yeah, he's he put up numbers, and he lost like um, he lost an eighth grader. He was huge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He lost an eighth grader. He was yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he he lost he lost like a hundred pounds, man. Listen, the kid was huge. He can play though. Um, but now, nah, man, it's going to be an interesting draft. See who goes uh, number one. Then everybody else fall in line. Um, talent wise, uh, like who's who, going to come in and be like, who's go- out of these guys, barring injury? And and I shouldn't even say that because I really hope. And this NBA, the way it's set up, this NBA, uh, these ten guys here, who's going to be the rookie of the year next year? I I think Malik Monk, man. Mm. And whoever gets him, um, he can shoot the ball, he can make make plays for himself, and he can score the ball from the outside. Um, I like him. Okay. Um, I like Malik Monk. Um, in this group, but like I said, I'm I'm really really high on Josh Jackson. Okay. Like I think he, if for what Boston is trying to do moving forward, with um, getting a wing that could play, um, on on both ends of the court. You know, there's a lot of talk about them getting Paul George. Um, I think he's Paul George-like, mm-hmm. could be, um, with a little work. Um, um, so I like that pick. All right. It's NBA on tuning. Kenyon Martin, Michael Rapport. We're taking calls. We have a caller on the line. Jason. Hey, what's up, Mike? What's up, Kenyon? What up, Jason? How's it going, guys? Uh, just my question is, uh, I'm from New York, a Knicks fan, like you, Mike. Uh, with the eighth pick in the draft, who do you guys think will be the best available option for the Knicks? <sighs> they need playmakers. Need playmakers. Um, Who do you think will be available that late? Fox, De'Aaron Fox would be a great fit. I think he's a playmaker. Um, yeah, they need to try to make some moves, man. Um, try to move up, make some trades. Bill Jackson, do your job. <laughs> you know they're talking about hey. this French guy now. He's, he's see here. See here we go again. I know. Like you're, who? Like who? I, I, listen. I'm all, listen. Basketball is evolving around the world. I get it. I hear you. I get it. Like, but feel. I got it. We understand New York is the mecca of everybody. There's different races, ethnicities, and 
different what uh, um creeds colors creeds were, um, then um embassies and all that we get it all that's in the new UN, york city the un's 10 yes. blocks away I'm saying, we, well we get it but i'm gonna tell you right now man in order to be competitive in nba you can't can't keep doing it phil i agree like <laughs> you need porzingis me. is it listen i get it the other kid, Willie Hornet, um, good player, G- G- Gomez, him. He's like, 17 years old. You know what I'm saying? So, I, okay, we get it. <laughs> he might be good. He we, right. he, he hasn't finished puberty. Yeah, feel He's we not get a grown it. Up. Feel we get it. All right, that is, like you like, that's fine. But in order to compete, man, hey, you got to get some brothers. You need some brothers on the wall. Hey. Go rewatch Spike Lee's classic. Do the right thing. We hey. need some brothers hey, on Sal. the wall. Hey Sal, why ain't no brothers on the wall? Sal. Why ain't there no brothers on the wall? You know what I'm saying? This like, is my pizza to eat. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So that's my thing. If I agree. The, if, if the kid can play, he can play. Right. I'm with it. But if if one of these other guys are available, like Monk or Fox or Dennis Smith Jr., like one of these, whoever is available and you pick this other kid first, you should, like. Unless he's great. Unless he strikes and, genius again. Unless he's Dirk. And they saying Porzingis is Dirk. So do you? So you do you want two Dirks? Right. Yeah, it feels <laughs> like he's trying to get. You know what's going to happen, Kenyon? I, 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 when I was thinking about the show this morning, thank you for the call. Yes. You, you know what's going to happen, Kenyon? I, 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 I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. He, let's say he, let's just say he picks this this French kid. Let's say he's good. Let's just say he's good. I don't yes. know this French kid, Frank. I can't. I'm not. You know. You have to take a an actual class, like a like a tutorial on trying to say his name, yeah. Frank. I'm not going to try to say it because... What you got, Jordan? Nicolina Ninanita. <laughs> That's his name. Nicolina. That's the actual way to say it. The point is, is that let's say he, he gets him, and let's say he fits into the style of offense that Phil is stuffing the down triangle, the throat. triangle. Stuffing it. The triangle. Yeah. Phil's going to be gone by, by the time Frank Nicolina... He's not going to be there in two years. I, I guarantee you yeah, that, you that Donald Trump will remain president longer than Phil Jackson will remain president of operations for the Knicks. Yeah. He two years and he's done. Why would he so, keep doing this? Hold on. So they got another. So what's the? So they got Przingis, Hernan Gomez, and, and Kuzmingis. So yeah. So they come on, man. Like we need some brothers on the wall. Hey, I'm with you, man. Like hey, dog. Like, or Larry Bird if he's in the draft. Is Larry Bird in this draft? He might might as well be. Chris Mullen. Hey. If not, I want I want some ball players who I know who 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 are proven in the United States, man. Right, it's, I get it, man, but it comes a point. <laughs> I don't want to have to take a Bordelitz class every time they make a draft pick. <laughs> hey, you will. Hey, spelling will be up dealing with the Knicks. Nick Delina? N.T. Likakina? I have no Just idea. Just change your name man. to Frank, homeboy. Don't come over here with all that craziness. If they get pick, if they pick this French kid, Frank, Frank, that's his name. I don't want to have to try to learn the name. I, I, it took me three months to learn Perzingis, Kusumingas, same thing. I learned it all summer. And Hernan Gomez. Now I have it down to a science. But it, it shouldn't be that complicated. I want to see some proven talent. Kenyon, yes. you've been on this big kid from Arizona for a minute. You've yeah. been talking about what yeah. about him jumps out because I've seen him in the back end of the lottery. When, when Kenyon Martin talks about a big yeah, being can. able to help an NBA team – You'd think that he would be in the top ten, top five. Yeah, he fits his NBA. Um, a big that can stretch the floor. Um, he competes for what I see. Um, I saw him play a few times this year. What I saw, he compete every time that he was out. Um, and like I said before, he, he fits his NBA. He, um, he can stretch the floor. Um, you can throw it to him on the block, go get a bucket. 
Um, but it's the perfect fit for a um, team that might need a big um, in this in this new NBA. Yeah. You know, um, I just um, I like him. I like the big kid. Um, I like the, um, the kid from Gonzaga as well. Um, Collins. Yeah, I like him. Um, Athletic, right? I definitely like this game, man. Uh, from what I saw in the tournament and moving forward. Yeah, there's a lot of teams that need some talent desperately. Definitely. Man. I mean, it's crazy that the Nets, the the team that needs it the most, they lost their pick. That yeah. was the number one pick. Yeah, man, making these idiotic trades and crazy trades for people, man. Um, dating back to when I was there, you know, um, signing trade that they lost me for to go to the um, to the Nuggets. You know, you you don't, you don't have anything to prove from from that trade, right? And this trade, like whatever they did not to have their pick now, you know, that's, you know, you got the worst record in the NBA, yeah. you know, and for you not to be in the top four, like that's sick. Like, so therefore, once again, next year, it's going to be the same product out there. Right. And unless they get a big name free agent, which I can't see anyone going to Brooklyn right now. Right. Because of where they are standing wise and the talent wise that they have. I can't what see. What a shame. Free, it's yeah, a travesty. Man. Yeah, it's sickening, man. The Kings are going to get better. These people making and these and I go back to once again, man. The people that's making these decisions, mm -hmm. the GMs, the presidents, the owners, they need to be held accountable. Mm. A trade from 2013 for Kevin Garnett lost you a number one pick in 2017. Is that is that is that what? What did they think Garnett was going to do? He was coming to the end of his career. They, you know how it was. I mean, they Pro needed to do something. In yeah, Brooklyn. Prokhorov. We, that, he was saying New York's my my city. Where is, is he now, Prokhorov? He, I mean, he's still there. He's much much more quiet now because he made that prediction. In three years, my team's gonna win an NBA championship. Yeah, how's that going for you? Yeah, you you yeah, man. Like I said, these people that's making these decisions, starting up top with the owner, and it trickles down to GM or GM slash president. Whoever that person might be that making these decisions, the scouts. You know, I blame it, 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 it ain't just the players' fault. Right. You know, I know the players are out there playing, they have to play the game. But if you putting that talent out there that, is, um, so that you're picking, I had to pick my words carefully. Um we <laughs> almost had our we almost had our first one, Mike. You uh, haven't done it, can you? Yeah, it was close. <laughs> listen, it was on the tip of my tongue. Was it really? Yeah, it was on the tip of my tongue. Um, Impressive. But um but yeah, man, when when you're picking this talent, like why everybody like you should be held accountable, man. Absolutely. Like you should definitely, they should definitely hold your feet to the fire, man. When you're the one that's putting this team together and and they're going out there and they're, I'm saying like the season's over before it starts. This is the two man weave. We're gonna be rocking till the wheels fall off. Kenyon Martin, Michael Rappaport. We'll be back next week. NBA on tuning. We're done. Thank you for listening to the Two Man Weave podcast with your hosts, Michael Rappaport and Kenyon Martin. Listen to the show live weekdays from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. Eastern.